Good morning, everyone. Anyone? Anyone out there? It's very, whichever way this is, it's very white outside. This is something different. All right. So good morning, everyone. Uh, we hope that you've done all of your worship at home and you are ready to hear what I am maybe ready to say. Um, yeah, so uh, this morning we're doing this from home because we had got no power at the church. And uh, of course that matters because it's, it's really funny that it's happening to me. And so we've got our team of five people and everybody else has had their, their weeks do like their intro of who they are, how they got here, um, what's happening and uh, come to my week. And uh, yeah, we're just, everyone's just going to stay home. No big deal. Uh, so you might learn why that's kind of funny in, in the next few minutes, hopefully. Um, so I was born as a baby, as most people were, at November 7th, 1978, about a month late from what I'm told. I don't remember that. And born at 10 and a half pounds. Um, so what that means to me is, uh, I take my time when I'm ready, I'm ready, but don't rush me. Um, but of course everybody does rush me. Uh, God likes to change plans, keep me rolling and I have to learn how to roll with that. But, uh, so we're trying to figure that out. I'm not planning on spending a ton of time this morning because I'm everywhere and trying to figure this whole out and make sure that the streaming happens and that we can get it done before it doesn't happen. So, yes, I was born into a family. And, oh, I'm trying to figure all of this out on the fly. Here we go. There's my family when we were much younger. Back when you had to wait a couple weeks to find out that not everybody was smiling in the picture. But that, uh, let's see if I can do this. Nope, wrong way, wrong way. I'm that one. Right there. That is me. Uh, I'm having more fun with this than I think most people are. So I was born third in line, all girls except for me, which... Uh, that became important. I don't think I really realized too much until later when I started trying to figure out why I felt like I was always surrounded by people, but still maybe alone and somewhat isolated. But then, yeah, it's like, well, I'm the only boy of, of girls and that comes into play. Uh, I don't have a lot of time to discuss how all of that works, I guess. Um, but even the, the neighborhood kids that we, there was some neighborhood kids, the ones that we would play with, they were the ones that were our age, I guess, or I have two older sisters and the ones that were their age that they would play with. And also my age were both girls. And, uh, so yeah, just a lot of girl influence and a little boy trying to like have, have fun with that. Sure. No problem. But then try to figure out how to relate to other boys later on in life and then either didn't go smooth or I didn't feel like it went very smooth. And so that was, you know, just in the feeling like I was in the middle of, of all of that and, and kind of like building my own little world 
of things I like to do and how I like to do them. And maybe other people didn't understand that. And, and that's, that's fine. I learned how to kind of roll with other people's things, but didn't necessarily feel like other people knew how to roll with my things. So it's like, yeah, fine. I'll just do my own thing. Let's go my own way. That's not a big deal. Um, but with this family over here, um, I grew up in church. I guess some people like to see, there we go. Big picture. Uh, so I grew up in Calvary Baptist church in Kilkaska. It's from where I'm sitting. It's that way. And, uh, had a great time there. Uh, learned lots of, lots of Bible stuff. Went through Awana, memorizing verses that I don't always remember. I remember the verses. I don't remember the references. Um, I'm very bad with names, so maybe there's something, I don't know, something there. Uh, it's really weird getting absolutely no feedback at all. But, but yeah, so I guess the idea for today was just getting the point across of how just growing up in a group of people, but still feeling like I had my own little, own little place, own little mindscape that that was hard to relate to to other people. But so growing up in Calvary Baptist was a, a very evangelistic uh, focused church, which is great. I myself, based on easeability of relating to people, at least on the the first. Uh, but is uh, it's tough because evangelism is not supernatural for me, and uh, there's a lot of pressure, especially when the church is so focused on evangelism. There's that pressure of, and eh, not necessarily number, and that, that pressure is there, but but at least they 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 were aware of it and trying not to put the pressure on numbers per se, but that it was happening. And uh, and that was definitely not my my first inclination. Um, another part of that too is learning what salvation is all about. Uh, never had any problem with that, but feeling like like I could bring that solution to somebody else in life, especially people that seem like. They're just walking around. They're just living their life, doing their thing. And I'm just approaching them with, I have the answer. Like, I was just, just a kid growing up. I, I, I think it's the right thing to do. Uh, I think Jesus is great. I think what Jesus did is awesome. And, but, but I don't know if it's something that people can latch on to from me. And, uh, uh, the let's see, I got a verse here. I do. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And uh, I remember this this verse is something I could probably just write a law uh, because it was it was very much uh, a thrust of evangelism. That's what we do. That's what we got to do. And that's not what I wanted to do. Like the, just like the, the the going, it's scary. There's people, I don't know how to approach them, talk to them, maintain a conversation beyond something 
Uh, when I was a teenager, we went to a, uh, a mission strip in Florida after Hurricane Andrew. And on our way down, it was like, oh, hey, since we're going down there, uh, we're going to be stopping at rest stops and stopping in public places. And so we're going to take turns handing out tracts and talking to people. I, uh, no, there's nothing inherently wrong with that, but that was not something that I was inclined to do. It came to my turn, and I remember there was a family in a, a van, you know, like one of those, the, the conversion vans, and, and uh, I approached the dad with my tracks, and uh, I probably practically threw them at him and ran away, and they're probably, didn't, I, that's not a very good impression uh, of, of Jesus or, or anything. And uh, so um, that's, that's where I was at with that. Um, just checking my notes because I'm flying through. I, this was not how I planned things to happen. And uh, according to the, the verse of the, the intro slide, the plans, whatever. Let's try something different. Uh, yeah, so these tracks. Nope. Keep doing it wrong. These tracks over here. It's uh, not not my friends. Really not my biggest. I was not the biggest fan of, of tracks and what they meant. And I had to approach people. I had to talk to people. Um, I'd rather just come up with a nice little plan in my head of how it's going to go versus uh, how it normally goes. But, uh, but in all of that, I still knew the Bible. I was still learning the Bible. And, and God still was, I think God was putting little, little nuggets of interest in there. Um, and so let's go into, into here. Matthew, same book as as the other verse about going therefore into all the nations. Matthew 9, 35-38 Jesus went through all the towns and villages teaching in their synagogues proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And then the next one. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. So right in these four verses, it's kind of bookended with Jesus doing, move my hand over here so you can see it, Jesus doing all of these good works. And on the other side, the harvest, work the harvest. And, and you know, evangelism is very much part of working the harvest. Uh, but right in the middle there is verse... 36. Ooh, ooh. I, I have it here, but it's, it's getting there. There we go. Verse 36. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Now, even just forgetting the second part about harassed and helpless and, and who they were or what was going on, just, he saw the crowds and he had compassion on them. That was not always... My first thought is, oh, okay, especially if you, this, this part of the verses in uh, Mark, Mark 6, I believe, look at my notes, Mark 6, yes. Um, this is all 
in a story about it kind of expounds on Jesus doing all the good works and also the disciples were doing good things and Jesus noticed as a good manager would that like oh these guys are working non-stop there's so much to do they haven't stopped to eat or anything so hey guys let's go take a break let's go out in the desert and get some desert burgers and um, you guys can chill for a bit and then we'll get back at it but everyone kind of saw what they were doing and people chased them or even went ahead of them and and that's when Jesus saw the crowds and had compassion on them and and again for me I'm like oh I like a bit of a, a bit of an introvert like I need that downtime I need that recharge time and to not have that and to have have all of the stuff that's got to you know that's all the work that you have to do all the stuff that's happening just follow you and keep happening and just the response that he had compassion on them. Like, like, oh, that's that's uh, not natural for me, Jesus. And uh, I bet oh, some of the disciples probably felt the same way. But but Jesus is obviously the point, and probably the focal point to we can relate to the disciples, but maybe we should try to relate to Jesus. And um, Also, just as a side note, I didn't test a lot of audio beforehand, so I am recording audio. So if this video is horrendous, I'm going to clean up the audio and put that on the website as its own thing. Same kind of monitoring that is happening, but uh, I don't know what it sounds like. Um, anyway, so Jesus has always been an enigma to me in some of these cases. Um, and uh, going back to the story of my life, so as I got a little bit older and you, know, you get into high school, people talk about college, people talk about future plans, what are you going to do? People, you know, church-wise, there's all the talk about the calling and, and you know, what is God calling you to do? I don't know. Uh, what is, uh, what, uh, what are you going to do? What's your plan? And um, I, in a very real way, I don't even really know how to describe it, but I pretty much approached it just like you would with uh, any job or any career looking at, you know, what would it take to do this thing? Um, where would it take me? Uh, is that good or bad? I was actually, at least for a little while, like, like uh, uh, a hermit. Like, could I be a hermit? I could just go live on my own. Uh, just no one would bother me. I wouldn't bother anybody else. Um, it, there was a lot of things for me to learn to become a hermit and I realized that that was probably unrealistic for me to learn all that stuff in the time that I was, was, was thinking about it and it's, you know, it, for most people most people that are hermits you kind of think they're a little bit curmudgeonly and, and maybe have some, some issues and I wasn't really going from that route I just, I just wanted to go live on my own, and I've got this cool little thing that's bugging me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but like I said, I approached it just like any pros and cons kind of thing, and I kind of quickly figured, like, eh, that's probably not really good. That's not really healthy. And I, at those days, I was starting to, or to, uh, you try to be sensitive to God's leaning and 
calling and stuff, and I just kind of felt like it's like this really healthy for you. And um, and so when I got into college and I was just studying some things and looking to for the next semester, what what classes could I take instead of all these classes they make you take? And I kept seeing stuff for like uh, you know Einstein's relativity or like like really kind of like specific niche things that that were interesting like oh could i do that and and there i very very clearly felt god saying like it's not necessarily a bad route but it's it, again not very healthy for you because it would be a good excuse to separate from people even more to like dive into something that most people don't really get or want to get or understand and make that all about my life and uh, be a good excuse to just just dive into the rabbit hole and never come out. Um, so, and plus, at that very specific time, actually, uh, Tabitha and I were were dating and and engaged around this time. So it's like, well, I can't I can't do the hermit thing when I have a family. Um, maybe somebody has figured that out. I don't know. Um, send me a letter if you do. Oh, that hermit book, I actually own that hermit book now, and it's really not about how to be a hermit. It's just a, a humorous thing about a guy who's really bad at being a hermit. That's probably where I would have ended up. Um, so yeah, so going back to this, uh, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. It still took me a while. I was, uh, Tabitha and I, after we got married and stuff, we were we were working in the church and, and did some youth ministry stuff and on the worship team. So it wasn't like I wasn't like just sitting back in the corner not doing anything, um, which I kind of do a lot now, but I still, I sit in the back of the corner. I just, I do sound booth stuff and technical things. So I'm not doing nothing. Um, but it does keep me from mingling with people. And, uh, and so, uh, so the drive to mingle with people and the reason to mingle with people and the the drive to to share my story, share me with anybody else and and anything. Uh, that didn't really come until yeah, when uh, BJ when he had his week, he mentioned about going to Toronto for the first time when he was a, a teenager, and uh, and that was my first time out there as well, and. Um, well, he might have been out there like once before me or, or something, but but that was just getting to learn about the Father's heart and what that means. Um, I'm kind of jumping back and forth here because I threw all of this sort of together this morning. Um, but, uh, but yeah, learning about growing up, learning about God, learning about the Father's heart was not not against what I grew up learning, but it was just a different aspect, a different, a different focal point to view God and to view the scriptures than what I was used to. And, or, I mean, it could have just been my own uh, revelation as far as that goes, just the timing of it. And, and then it seemed like God just kept getting closer and closer. And uh, I was pretty awkward with that because I would even have dreams, um, dreams of like the planets and stuff, like being way too close. And then it's, 
that's you are not supposed to be that close. Like you're cool where you are and what you do, keeping everything working together. That's great, but that's that's. But right now you are too close. And I don't like it, and so I would get that way with God sometimes, where so he's trying to reveal himself to me that mm, you're good on your throne. That's cool. You're the God of gods, and uh, and uh, that's that's great. But it's it's a little close. And uh, so, actually, we're still kind of working on that, but um, it's getting better. And and there was uh, there was one time during worship service, I will share something that I don't tell a lot of people, and now it's going out there on Facebook. So uh, there was one time where, again, during worship service. I don't know that anything was really happening, anything was really going on. I don't know that I was praying anything specific, but just all of a sudden, I just got this this vision of basically from the view from the vantage point of Jesus on the cross. I just saw just a crowd of people. It wasn't any specific faces like I was drawing on these people. But it was just a crowd of people. And and I just felt the love that God has for everybody, everybody. And it was intense. And it's hard to explain because it, it felt it felt so intense that I knew it was too intense and that I couldn't actually hold that for very long. Like I was just like getting an, an open wall blast of God's love for everybody, for me, for, for everybody else. And like, like I can't even like in this body, I couldn't even contain it, but I just for like a split second and, but it was, it was definitely enough to make a change and to, to remind me even years, probably 20 years later now that if I'm ever shying away from a, a single person or just the the moment of interacting with somebody, not that I'm successful all the time at that, but it's that moment in time still reminds me of, of how he feels about these people, how he feels about me, how he feels about everybody else, and how I should better approach that, and, and what the, you know, there is some urgency there, especially when you can see that somebody's having a hard time with something, and... And uh, to know how he feels about it, even if you don't know what to do about it, you know that there's at least a seeking that happens there and how to approach things. And so, um, so I'm still seeking to be in with people, still seeking to, to minister to people. And, and yes, I kind of gravitate towards things that might draw me away from people or, you know, just busyness and, and tech things that that are, uh, I'm obviously not seeing any of you right now that are watching, and uh, that's, that's actually not the best thing right now. So, uh, even though I might joke about having, I actually did joke about doing something like this on my first week, and then it came true, and uh, well... I don't think that was my favorite thing. Um, but that's really 
really about it as far as my notes go. But uh, yes, God's love is this verse. Oh, I did it right the first time. This verse here is uh, it's kind of it's, I don't. It's not like my favorite verse. I don't know if I, I like any given day if someone said like, "Hey, write down the verse that kind of defines where you're going." Um, I don't know that I would write down immediately, but I do kind of come back to this. And it's it's still a bit of an enigma, and I, I feel like I have a revelation of how God feels about people and how he could get into this this depth of, of doing all this work and not having a break and everything, but still have compassion on people. Um, so it's it's uh, still a, a work in progress for me, but it's, it's definitely a help. Um, again, where does that... Where does that take me? Where does that? I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, we. It's. We. Uh, I've, I've talked with different people, and I, I don't mind. I love helping in the background. I love not being up front, and and you know working the little things that people will never even see uh, to facilitate things in a smooth fashion. Um, I, I like doing that kind of stuff. I like talking about that kind of stuff. Um, I do I do actually like relating to people. People that know me, I don't that may even be surprised to them, I don't know. But but in a I am comfortable in a small scale. But I think he's he, God just keeps pushing me to, to stretch and do different things and uh, my I've worked in construction since nineteen ninety eight. And I've always had to talk to people that I didn't know. Uh, so, so I've always been kind of forced in that way to, to open up and not be so scared to talk to people. Um, I've also experienced a lot of uh, characters that I've worked with that have kind of stretched me that, you know, you can't, there's no, certainly no safe Christian bubble there that I've experienced. Uh, and I've seen a lot of different, a lot of different uh, things and uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of like my testimony. That's that's how I see my testimony. That's where I'm focused on. Uh, a lot of people, when you hear testimony, you think like your conversion story. And guess what? I don't really have a conversion story. I know God has done things in my life. I grew up in the church. I got saved when I was young. And especially in an evangelistic-focused church, like, I don't even want to tell my conversion story because it's so boring. Because you, you grow up listening to all these, these things about this guy that killed three people with his bare hands, and then Jesus showed up and showed him the, the error in his ways and raised them from the dead, and he's like, whoa, it's great. And then I, don't, I was a kid, and, and then I grew up, and still just listening, trying to listen to God. And trying to do what he wants me to do, and, um, and that's, that's really about it. But that's that's, uh, that's about it for that. So uh, I haven't really paid any attention to the time. Um, I hope that technically that this actually worked because I've only been looking at what's on the screen and not really so much on what's actually happening out there. Uh, so I hope everyone had a good day. We're going to pray. 
I probably have more things to say than I will say them next week because I'm actually doing a back-to-back. -back. I'm preaching next week, and hopefully we have church. Hopefully we have power. And uh, so let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you that people can still connect, even on a snowy, blustery, powerless day. And uh, thank you for working through our shortcomings, working through our, our, uh, our failures and our weaknesses. And uh, we just pray that everyone is blessed and that everyone is safe. Amen. We will see you next week. Um, watch this at your leisure and uh, watch it as many times as you want, I guess. And watch these things more than once. I will try to clean up the audio and, and see what we can do there too. So, bye.